What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bachelors in the City. And today on the podcast, we have our Bachelor breakdown from last night's episode. Getting serious. Hometowns, baby. Pivotal week. Huge week in the journey. Big week. We have some talk about taboo and strip clubs. Wait, what? Yep. You know what I'm talking about. No, we're about. not. We're not talking about that. We're talking about it. What? Why would we do that? Because, you know, we're real. Okay, here we go, guys. <laughs> We're talking about strip clubs. And we have a question from our third roommate, Maddie. All right, guys. Well, I think uh, I think let's just get into it right now. We had a, a very, a very um, I guess, meaningful, impactful, in a lot of ways, episode on The Bachelorette with uh, Michelle Young's season, Hometowns. Uh, a week I remember fondly, experienced two of them from both sides and they are great, but super difficult, um, especially from the lead side. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but let's get into oh, it for oh, the Batster yeah. breakdown. Yeah, yeah. All right, Emma, take us through it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. So should I just like leave you guys again? Like, I know you guys love doing your breakdowns without me. Like I can go. It's cool. You know? it's, it's hey, Dustin a- and I are getting buddy, buddy. It's not our fault that you're always flying. Hey, um, you know what? The sky calls me. I'm there. So well, I mean, Dustin and I are just—we're growing closer as friends. He knows that I have legs now, so yeah. No, I'll take. A, I'll really just, g- let me just—I'm I'm, I'm excited to hear your guys' breakdowns. So let's get into it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so unfortunately, before we get into last night's episode, I do have to say we are getting pretty close to the end of the season, and we have this bachelor bracket for like our top five, and we've been competing the whole time to see who was going to have the most people still in it at the end. Uh, We were saying cinnamon challenge, but decided to pose the question to our third roommates and said, all right, what should we do? And we've gotten several suggestions, including film a hooju for bachelor clues to evaluate, support a child for Christmas, donate $500 to a charity of the winner's choice, dramatically read, bless this mess, text an ex some Taylor Swift lyrics, the ice bucket challenge or lick Peter's toes. What? Um, I like one of them. I like one of them. I mean, it better not be lick my toes because no way in hell that's happening. <laughs> you have a, a reverse I, foot fetish? No, I, well, yeah, I have the most sensitive toes in the world. Sensitive? Yeah. Like I struggle cutting my toes, like my nails. Like I, since I was a little kid, I, it takes me like four times as long as the average human being to cut my nails because I am so slow and, and meticulous with it because I'm very sensitive. And you guys learn something new every day here on Answers uh, <laughs> in the City. Sounds weird. I don't know if anyone else out there has the same thing as me, but I, it's like it's a phobia, I guess. But um, so that's not so happening. So you fear your own feet, though. I don't fear my own feet. I just hate cutting my nails. It's, it feels very weird to me. It doesn't okay. matter. Neither Anyways. one of us are going to lick your toes. So that's out of the question. So that one, I'm going to call that one off. I like, as the person who's looking very, very likely to lose this, <laughs> I'm open to all of these suggestions except lick Peter's toes. Hey, we're all so, agreeing. Also, there. I don't think I want to text my ex. Please don't tell me that someone, I don't even know yeah, the lyrics. Please don't be in love with someone else love. or whatever the trend is I'm right now. I'm not doing that. I, I, I like one of these. I think one of these really stick out. I think we should support a child for Christmas. Actually, I think we should all do that, win or lose. I think that's a great idea. And maybe I like that. I, agree. I, I like that for all of us. But I, then, listen, I like I like that for all of us. But I think we still have to have the loser do something they don't want to do. <laughs> like that's that's all great. Everything. Let's let's support a great cause. Who doesn't want to do that? But let's all, the loser has to do something. Okay, so good cause, but also bad punishment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
All right, so we'll, we'll let these ones stew over. We'll see what people say in the responses. We'll return to the list once it's official. Whoever's lost, we don't know who that's going to be oh, it's gonna yet. It's going to be you. <laughs> okay, with that, let's get into hometowns. Hometowns. It's another year of like hometowns not being actual hometowns because, you know, there's like a pandemic or something. It's in, it's it's in a happy. Mich- it's in it's Michelle's a, Yeah, it's hometown. a happy hometown, so... It's closer than it has been for a while, which is nice to see. And I wonder if in Clayton's season, they will actually go to hometowns. But I thought it was pretty good. They start with Brandon. How do you guys feel about Brandon's skateboarding hometown? He didn't seem very good at skateboarding. <laughs> he, he didn't, but I think I, I, I loved it. I, I think his was my favorite hometown. I loved what the date... Sure, sure, listen, he was nervous. He was trying to... you Even more, you can tell how much he's into Michelle just by the nerves. This guy obviously wouldn't have picked a skateboarding mm-hmm. date if he wasn't very good at skateboarding. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that was trip. <laughs> trip agrees with me. Obviously, they you know, it was a date that meant a lot to him and his brother, something they grew up doing, his family was involved with. So I thought it was super cool. And then it was it was endearing, though, to see him, you know, get flustered and when he was around Michelle. And then he wasn't afraid to own it. I liked it. I... Yeah, I think it's a great, I think it was a great date. I thought it was great, her meeting the family, them having good conversations. I still feel like Brandon is that puppy love kind of Yeah, it seems not as like impassioned or like fully developed, I guess. Like they seem to have, like they really like one another. They're really drawn to one another, but it doesn't seem like there's a ton of depth. Oh, the chemistry! And, really, and I know the chemistry I, master listen, over here that could just. Know I know I'm, I'm I'm against the two. You guys are the are the recap queen and king here, but I'm I disagree. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I saw that kiss on the bench outside of the house after the hometown was done. And guys, if you're being real, anyone that's being real that can judge chemistry, judge not just the, saying I'm the chemistry, you know, whatever you call me, but. That was passion. That they look at the editors did. Did you see how long they stayed zoomed in on that passionate kiss? They went to voiceovers, they went to ITMs and stayed on the kiss longer than any other kiss on the show. There's passion there. There's a connection there. I that love was Brandon. all editing. The edit the kiss looked so long because it was edited like no, that. No, if you see a kiss that, it, that sucks or it's, it's like not really there, they're not the two people aren't feeling it. They're not gonna all show it. All right, all right. It was a good one. I don't see it going any further. I, I'm opinion. telling you, if she doesn't pick Brandon, I think she might regret that. No. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I also think I thought like the family though, there was a great connection. I think Michelle really felt it with, with his family, all of them, you know, the mom, dad, the brother felt included. And I don't know, it was my favorite hometown. I'm gonna go on a limb and disagree with you guys, but well, I thought it was really cute that he uh that um, his dad was able to bond with Michelle about like, oh yeah, we go fishing too. And yeah, let's play some basketball. Yeah. You're tall. And that felt that very was organic. That was cute for sure. So that stood out to me more so than the skateboarding part. The skateboarding felt kind of like, meh, you know, I could have done without it, but sure. he he was trying. Yeah, he, he was trying. And I don't know. There, to me, there is zero, zero question if I trust Brandon, right reasons, whatnot. That guy is, I mean, he's, there was a line, I think. He was a, uh, no, he was just like, I want this more than anything in the world. Like just the intensity behind his words, the way he said mm-hmm. that, I haven't really seen from another contestant recently or in a while. I don't know. That it just stuck out to me the way he said that. And puppy love. He's excited. He wants it more than anything. I don't think I it's want puppy it more love, than though. Anything. I think I think it's puppy love. His mom even said he was like, listen, Brandon is this is the kind of guy he is. He falls hard. He's very intentional. When he says something, he means it. I 
I, I kind of agreed with you guys in the beginning. I thought maybe a little puppy love. I think he's in it for the real deal. And I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. We'll see what happens. I'll give it to you. I think that intensity can go two ways. I think you can be intense in the right ways and you can be intense in the wrong ways. You can be intense and passionate or you can be a Luke P, for example, where you're intense totally. in all of the wrong there's ways. No, I don't there's, think there's, no any, Luke, there's no Luke P's on this. There's side. no comparison. There hasn't been a Luke P in a while. This season is... The top four is unlike any top four I've ever seen. Like I could, any one of these guys, I'd be like, yeah, Can we also, that makes sense. Well, before we go on, since you talked about the top four, me being a biracial man, never in the history of this has there ever been four biracial guys in a biracial lead all in one. That's, that's freaking, I'm like. They made history on the I'm show like, us, us, us mix, us mix breeds. We made it. We <laughs> made it. Holy Represent, shoot. baby. Holy shoot, man! They look awesome. I, I, honestly, with someone that was maybe too, too white for the black people and too black for the white people, and never really found your place. I, I believe all biracial people kind of feel this way. This was a magical moment to see, and I loved it. And yeah, we could carry on. No, I, I totally agree. Bringing everyone together, it was beautiful to see. Great for the show, great for the franchise. Obviously, it was it was making history, and yeah, I I love that point. Yeah, it, it was cool to see, and I loved seeing like the celebration online from a diverse community of Bachelor Nation because Bachelor Nation, while for a really long time was only represented by people who looked a certain way, is an incredibly diverse group of people. And I think I this mean, episode put the, the show over the hill on that point. I, it, exactly. I think it did. Seriously. Uh, going forward, it kind of makes me question the show again because why the fuck did they pick this Clayton guy? And, then, and we had this talk, Emma, last time. Like, it's yeah, like, is it too much, like, is it too much uh, minorities in the group? You got to kind of go back, fall back a little bit. I'm kind of annoyed by I, There's not one reason I know why they picked him. I wouldn't care if he had a personality that we saw or something, but we have not seeing a bit mm-hmm. and you guys are telling me this is the bachelor now that's wild to me yeah i agree i don't you know obviously i wasn't there with you guys for the last recap but all i'm saying is usually there's a, a certain emotional attachment the audience grows towards the next lead while watching yeah. a heartbreak or watching that other relationship not not come to fruition obviously we didn't get that with clayton and again, you guys probably think I'm on his train too much, but if Brandon's not picked, that guy had the perfect setup for the audience to be completely attached, and the show is going to miss out on an amazing opportunity, in my opinion. If any one of these four well, or five yeah, guys really could have been The Bachelor, I would have been content with Rod- that. Rodney as well. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's insane. You have all these great guys with great personalities, and is it the fact that maybe there's been too many black leads in a row that we have to, or we have to bring it back to the always a little bit. I don't, mm-hmm. I just don't understand it. And that I read makes, something they said that what, that Clayton had just stood out to them. What is it? Yeah. He stood out. What is it? How? What is it? Did he stand out like how, like a really, like a nice white shade of paint stands out on like a, a clean wall. Cause it's like, it's boring, but it does, I guess it's nice yeah. to have a cleanly painted wall. And also I just want to take, I don't have anything against Clayton and people that think I'm like, he's, he's probably an outstanding guy, but I'm just confused on why he was named The Bachelor. But, you know, I don't want to take away from his moment either. He should live it up and enjoy this, but I'm just confused by the show. I think I, think I did. I, I heard somewhere, too, I think that it was 
because he didn't necessarily go so far. The show also liked the idea of bringing someone on that maybe the audience didn't know too much about. And but but I don't know because because that they did that they've already done that like they did that with Matt like they've done that before. So yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't claim to understand what the producers do over there, but. I guess we'll see if there is a reason or maybe if it is a blackmail situation, like I'm starting to get dusted on my side I to believe. Right. Blackmail. I think he's blackmailing one of the producers. He must know some Stop. dirt. So they're like, oh shit. <laughs> yep. You're going to be the bachelor. Oh boy, guys. Welcome to Conspiracy sense. Theory 101 with uh, Emma Martins and Dustin Kendrick. Can we start having conspiracy <laughs> theory uh, segments? This, this is the woman the, here that uh, we got a request that, for that one. Just a bachelor today. nation like birds are robots yeah. and they're spying on your every move. So that's crazy. Okay. 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 Let's move birds on to Rodney now. Um, Rodney's hometown. They went apple picking and tasting. Granted, it was summer, so it wasn't really apple season. They're not going to let this guy live the apple shit down, are they? No, it's his only it's personality It's Rodney Maybe let's go. Gosh. It was cute. It was very simple and they didn't do much. And if I'm being honest, in the edit, you can tell that he's going home just based on what they show from the day portion of each date. Rodney is a good example of a, the good guy that you're supposed to be with on paper. He's just good, mm-hmm. good energy. He laughs a little bit too much and I feel like that, I don't know. Anyway, that doesn't matter or anything, but- he is in the friend zone. I've been saying this from the get-go. He's just a, a, and she said it like, I could be, this is like my friend. Or she said some kind of comment about being my friend, and that's for sure. He does seem like a great guy, though. I actually would love to see him as uh, the bachelor. He, he, he would have been, I don't know, just good energy. Energy is your best currency. Great energy. Him and his mom had amazing energy. They did. Uh, I heard some mm-hmm. people were saying they compared his mom to your mom. Really? I think I heard that. Or so, I don't know. Kat was telling me that. Okay, I didn't see. I didn't. Got I some seen sweet that. nums energy out here. Yeah, yeah I love it. That's I, that's. I mean, that's a, gr- a great comparison. I'll take it. It's a compliment. Um, I really enjoyed watching their relationship on TV and just seeing the love that you know his mom had for him, and obviously wanted to protect him and you know just be there for him. So definitely can relate there with my mom. No, it was really sweet. I think that the the standout moment for me in that entire date was Michelle's comment to his mom about how when you get like you're at an airport and your flight gets delayed for five hours. That's a very real thing that happens. And you're with that person. How miserable are you going to be in that five hours? Or are you going to be able to make the most of it? You know? And I think that that is what we should all strive for at the end of the day is who are we going to kill a layover with? That's so true. I literally have been like... Obviously, probably not a shocker, but I've been in that exact situation <laughs> with a girl, one of my first girlfriends, and we got missed the flight, missed the second flight, had to transfer airports you all around the country. No and no I was, way. it was crazy. And it was probably the highlight of the whole week trip was that layover. So that, that struck a chord and hit home and yeah, spot on. I completely agree. So then we had Joe's hometown. He had prom. Oh my God, when was the last prom we saw? It has been like, since paradise, since we saw prom, it was, I thought that was cool though. I like I liked I like Joe a lot. Joe's probably my favorite guys. Hey, he responded to my mess. I commented on one of his uh, pictures from the Bachelors in the City account, and he responded. He said he wants to come on the podcast. Does he so. really? All right, yeah. ABC, <laughs> we'll stop s- denying our requests. ABC, Joe, we'll see you in two years, buddy. Just hold tight, <laughs> guys. We've tried. The show, for whatever reason, they just won't let people come on our podcast. I don't understand it. We've tried. But two years, Joe, contracts released. You're more than welcome. 
Absolutely. We'll see you in two years, Joe. Looking forward to it. (laughs) We'll be here. Uh, It was a cute date. Prom was cute. I thought that it was nice since he didn't go to his prom and that she was commenting on how she'd have been picked last for things like that. So it was cute. His family was the most Minnesotan family <laughs> I've ever seen Wait, that's, in my that's life. Dad, family. His dad cracks me up. Yo, I was his, like, his dad, oh my God. Like, that would be like my family. Even me, like, if you're in front of camera, you could tell his dad was probably just nervous and have too much to say. So, <laughs> he's like, he's like, so, uh, dad, do you have any questions? <laughs> nope. Uh, that's nope. about nope. it. Nope. <laughs> and then he, like, he's like, yeah. <laughs> he just kept saying, like, uh, I I like Single that was syllable. hilarious. That was one of the, like, but the funniest moments. That's real TV. You know, the, the poor guy was like, ah, what is going she on? You want to be a reality star? Like, I don't have much. This is like, I, yeah. I, I love that that kind of TV. No, it was real. It was legit. I'm so happy they kept that in. <laughs> uh, nope. Uh, but I, I, that was good. I like Joe a lot because he doesn't seem like an impulsive person. You know, he seems like very... <laughs> Steady. He seems very uh, consistent in his behavior, and you haven't seen like a wide range from him. And I think that's something that I- anybody should look forward to. Some dating someone, you know, you want to make sure that absolutely they're they're leveled and uh, consistency. Consistency. And Joe has plenty of consistency. He doesn't get too crazy excited about too many things, but he just showed the right amount of motion. I feel when like he talks to her, he sees her, he smiles. He he's falling for her. I think he's he's my number one guy. I like Joe the most. Yeah. You really do you really think that she feels the same way for him that he feels for her? Truly? I do. Yeah. I don't. I do. I think there's a clear favorite. And that is a beautiful segue into Nate's hometown. No, Nathaniel. Nathan, Nathan, Nathaniel. hometown. Yes. He reminds me of my friend um, Nate. Oh, yes. I love it. <laughs> he <laughs> does. Yes. He's your friend. Just so tall and goofy. And- okay. This is her number one. Very obviously, I think. It's very obvious. They went on another lake date, which I was like, okay, you could probably could have been a little bit more original since you guys have already been out on the lake. But you know, you're not from around Minnesota. There's a finite amount of things for you to do. They went paddleboarding. They were out there. He said he's head over heels. She said she's falling for him too. He's never been in love and brought a girl home though. And that was the big theme of the conversation with his parents. You need, you need this experience. And I don't want to say that's a red flag because nothing neg- it's not a negative thing, but he's just not there yet, in mm-hmm. my opinion. See, I actually think, I agree with you. I think that, I know you guys are like hating on Brandon saying it's just puppy dog love. It's kind of young or whatnot. I, I think that I see Brandon being more ready than Nate for a lot of the reasons that you just said. Now, I know that Nate still comes off the way he carries himself is a little bit different and you know, maybe six foot seven, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that probably doesn't hurt. Um, but I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think that is a little, so the way the editors did it, they, they kind of fooled us, right? They had his dad or his stepdad saying he's not ready. I, he did, I don't want him to hurt. I don't want him to get mm-hmm. hurt or to hurt you. And it didn't actually end up playing out that exact way of the conversation. No, it didn't. But still, I kind of, I feel like he's not ready. I saw growth, though, in that conversation with his stepdad, though. There was some kind of growth there. I Actually, I teared up a little bit. Kat was making fun of me. That was the most beautiful moment. I cry easily on TV shows and movies. But I teared up a little bit because he's like, man, I've never even told you I loved you. And they just had this bonding moment together. And I was just like, 
oh my god, I'm not crying. Anyways, that was cute. It, it was. I it's like really that. cute, and that's a sign of maturity and growth right there. Um, do I think he's ready for a marriage? No. Um, do I think he's finding growth? Absolutely. And I think when you're looking for a partner, but, at least put, they have that characteristic. Yeah, I put it this way. I think. Listen, I think if I had a place of bet, I would put it on Nate that that Michelle picks Nate. But I think that they mm-hmm. would the best thing right now that they could probably do. And again, who am I to say? But this is just my opinion that the best thing for them would be just to not not get engaged, not do a proposal or a long lead, engagement, lead, maybe just just not even that. Just like if he's never had a serious like relationship, don't don't force it. There's obviously potential there. They're crazy into each other. It's there. So like. Take care take of this, slow. right? And take your time and just leave the show, have no engagement or anything like that. And then just let it, you know, not from the speed of a two-month filming process, let it just naturally grow. I think that'd be really beneficial for him. I don't think Michelle necessarily needs that, but I think just let him get to a point where he can say he's been really serious with someone before getting engaged two months after That's meeting good. him. That's good. I like that. Can you do that though? I thought that it was like, yo. You could do whatever well, you want. Well, you can, hey, there's pressure, but you, you, you can technically do whatever you want. You know, I think similar like what Matt did. You know, I thought that was really great what Matt did with Rachel. They kind of, well, I know it kind of went south at first, but then coming back, like on the show, you know, they left. He didn't, didn't force anything. Um, we didn't know what they were doing, though. We didn't know they were leaving to get, they just seemed like they, I don't know, I forgot how it went, but they were. They, the fact that it was shrouded in controversy right. gave them more of an out, I would say, because he was not expected to propose to her because of all of Ooh, the true. information that had just come out. I think that these guys are right, expected but, but that had all been filmed before all that stuff came out. That had been filmed like two months prior, but oh yeah, it did, it did. That's but true. but still, I I just think the best thing for them. I had to give my advice was just take this super slow. You have something there. Don't rush it. Yeah. That's the most important thing. You're not, you don't have to, I mean, the goal is to get engaged and married, but you're also finding your person. Mm -hmm. And I think that that should be the most important thing. I know a lot of people are like, I want to get married. I want to do like, I need to find that. But at the end of the day, if you have your person and like finding that love should be the priority, not the ring, not the dress, not the walking down the aisle itself, but finding that forever love in my opinion. Spot on. I think, a great thing, the show needs to get rid of the Neil, Neil, not, I love Neil Lane, great support of him, but get rid of the Neil Lane ring, all that sponsorship. Stop, you know, hanging this, this, this fruit here in front of us that makes you, kind of distracts you a little bit. Look at the, look at the show. Look, look what's happened with the mm-hmm. last, you know, with Tasha and Zach, with, with uh, Katie and Katie Blake. Blake. Like, these are their ending engagements and look who's, look who's still together, right? Mm-hmm. Matt and Rachel. I'm, who knows if that has anything to do with it, but the lack of pressure, I think, is helpful. I agree. I think in an ideal world, that's how it would go. But I don't think that not forcing them to get engaged makes very good television. I think that ABC's got that pretty much on lock. Like, it does make it more intense. It ups the stakes, if you will. It does. It's not like the married at first sight level stakes, but it's pretty high stakes. But yeah, you could go with, look at look at Dylan and Hannah. They've been engaged forever. Yeah, that's They're, true. They par- probably are doing it the best way. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get engaged. We'll do this, but... We're gonna take our time. I'm just saying, though, there is, and yes, they've they've handled it very well. But there is an added pressure, even though they're taking their time, of just the title being engaged, the whole ceremony on a show. Mm-hmm. You know, they still probably get questions all the time, and like, if you're not a super super strong in? relationship, when are the babies coming? Yeah, like it, it just. I don't know if I could do it all over again. That's a lesson I I learned. Maybe I would do differently. You know. Yeah. So ultimately, the episode ends. Rodney does not get a rose. 
And he goes home. He gives this little speech at the end, like, I want you to know that I'm falling in love with you. Gives her this thoughtful commentary on how he wishes that things were different, but he knows that she's made him a better person and all this stuff. And then he has this tearful goodbye. That was like a movie goodbye, too. How do you feel? You can always say that when they say their name, Michelle. It was was great to meet you, Michelle. This is the end, Michelle. Tear, tear, Michelle. You know, I always think it's it's so so funny when they say the name, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. That boy was going for the lead. He was trying to get The Bachelor. (laughs) He'll be on Paradise, no question. I hope so. I I don't want to, I would love to continue. Who would, real quick, like off the top of your mind, who would be, would Rodney be good with in Paradise? Just like quick shot, like first one that comes to your mind. Damn, this is tough. You want someone wholesome, someone kind, very... The first person that comes to my mind is like Anna Redman, but that's just because she's all over my For You page on TikTok because she's... Like, her TikTok is insane. So that's not a good example. I don't know if he and Anna would do super well together, but... Okay, well, I, I, first one that came to your mind. I think, I think he... It came to my mind. I can't think of anybody. I can't either. It's just word association. I don't know of too many But protect are, Rodney in all costs. Yeah. pretty much what maybe I'm saying. It's best that, maybe it's best Rodney doesn't go. <laughs> yeah, maybe... Deandra yeah. left without love. Deandra is another sweetheart and left uh, Paradise Without Love last that's year. Deandra so maybe Rodney. we bring Deandra back. Go Rodney there. Ooh. Oh, matchmaker Martin's over here. Okay, so ultimately we've finished hometowns. We've made it through. We've got our top three. We're doing fantasy suites and final dates. I am uh, devastated in the bracket. I am down to just Nate. Dustin has uh, Joe and Nate. And then Peter, you have... Nate and Brandon. So this next one's the, this next episode, we find out who wins. We find out who wins. Right. So it's either going to be you or me. It's going to be the two. Yeah, one of us. And, I, and okay. Uh, yeah, I've, I've lost. <laughs> and I'm sticking with my, with my choice from the beginning. But you have to. You have no choice. <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just stating that again. Okay. Wow. <laughs> this is it. Final three. Um, just quick predictions here. How do we think this, uh, this final fantasy suite week is going to go? I think it's going to go good. I will say, though, I don't think Michelle, and this is none of my business or anything, but I don't think she's going to hook up with anybody. I don't think she can. She's, I mean, being a te- like with a teacher, I don't, like, right? Am, am I just, am I by myself there? She could do whatever she wants, but I think the lady she is. Wouldn't that not be weird, though, for her students to, like, watch that? So, I will say, like, my mom's a teacher and like I grew like I would have a bunch of teachers over to our house all the time for like Friday night, like wine night or whatever it was. And as you like when you turn 16, your job is then to DD these drunk teachers <laughs> back to their houses. Okay. So I have a very different perspective of teachers. I'm like, wow, these are just like human beings that put up with the shit of a kid oh, for like, sure all day. So I don't know. Hey, I say I, go I, for and it. And nothing wrong if she does. I'm all for it, right? I'm super supportive of that. I'm just saying. I guess that was the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. I maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I guess it doesn't I don't matter. Know. Regardless. A lot of times they do the whole like, we're not gonna tell anyone. Cause you know, usually yeah. people keep been, secrets been about us. I know. I tried that. How does that work? <laughs> she shouldn't, she shouldn't tell anybody. I mean, I always say this period. We had this conversation. Um, about everyone letting out their business. We talked about you and Hannah and other people. People like, don't know how to keep... What happens in the bedroom the is between those people. It's not for the world. Unless you're filming it and putting it out there, it's your business. Yeah, like it's it's no one's business. I agree. I'm excited. You know what? My favorite bachelorette 
ever. I'm excited to see her future. So, you know, best of luck to First, her. Do you guys think there's any chance she doesn't end up with Nate? No. We don't know what's going on around this time. I Me, mean, off, off, off this show? What did you just hear? You said you, said you heard um, something. I saw oh, something. Yeah, he was buying shots. Yeah, he was just buying some girl shots. Someone said, the girls were saying he was being uh, like flirtatious, but I mean, there was nothing that he did necessarily wrong. And we were talking about how let's let's just allow guys to buy you a drink and shots without it them having to hit on you or having to be flirta- flirtatious. We're right? rectifying the scales of gender inequity and in paychecks by men buying women drinks. This is the conclusion we came to last week. We did. But women can't judge men on trying to buy them a drink. I, yeah, it's all about like, hey, let me buy you a drink. Let's have a quick conversation. I'm not hitting I'll have on a you. a conversation for a drink. Yeah, right? That's how it should be. Yeah, to- I totally see that. But I, I think if we're just being real here, that the, the percentage-wise, the majority of men that probably do, and it doesn't just have to be men for women, it can be vice versa. The intention most likely is, you know, pro- there's an interest there, probably more than friends. If you're at a bar in that, if you're putting yourself in that scene, maybe, you're, maybe you're choosing not. to do that. So you set it down, you're like, as a bro, here's a drink. As a, it depends. I'm guys, I'm sorry, I'm gonna call it BS. That, that's, that doesn't happen. Like, sure, maybe <laughs> 10% of the time, but like that, you guys are, no, you're, you're, you're reaching here. Well, it depends on, because we don't know anything. Maybe they were at the bar waiting, had a conversation. And this, yeah, this could have maybe been they were talking. He was like, "Yeah, let me just buy you a drink." You know, we don't know. No, no, no. I'm sorry, you're wrong there. I would I, buy, I would buy a random person a drink. I guarantee. I, you, I don't have to have no. Dustin Kendrick, I guarantee you, if Katrina was the Bachelorette and you had just won her season, and this season is currently airing and it's getting really good to the deep, you know, the good part, you would not put yourself in that scene to go and buy another girl shots, if you're still with her and you guys haven't like broken, if you're still with her, you would not put yourself in this. You just wouldn't do it. Don't tell me you would. I wouldn't. That doesn't mean that all men have, not everyone has common sense like I do. He seems Not like everyone a, has Dustin Kendrick's moral compass. He seems like he, honestly, I'm trying to be, give him the benefit of the doubt. He seems like a tall, goofy guy that has good energy that just kind of likes to, like Nate, like my other buddy Nate. To- totally, and and what I and this is not even against Nate. He th- these could have been, for all we know, his best girlfriends, and yeah. no one knows. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, assuming that's not the case, what you guys are reaching for is saying, oh yeah, let's just have a nice conversation, and be best friends. Here, no. let me get you a drink. Let me get you a second drink. We are man. I we got to set this up again. No, that's not how it goes. So. Sorry. Come up with a handshake, like while you're doing it. Yeah, buddies, you know. Yeah, buddies. Just bro sure. stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but yeah, that's what we heard. So we don't hey, know what's going. Do you, on. Uh, do you do you believe that? Nope. <laughs> I just try to have benefit of the doubt. Hey, Nate, if you're listening, I don't know. I may, I'm, I'm I, saying Nate, if we can it, talk about it, was, it in two years when your contract lets you come on yeah, our Nate, podcast. We love to it have was you his on. cousins, his sisters, or his best friends that are girls. It was not. I guarantee you, if they're together, that's not happening. Yeah. We'll see. We shall see. It will all be revealed in the coming weeks. Holy moly. Ah, oh, man. Also, wait, should we go ahead and talk about they already announced? Oh my God, they announced it. I had no idea. I was so shocked. So shocked. What did they, what did they announce? Clay, Clayton as oh, Clayton's oh, the yeah. Bachelor. Oh yeah. They formally announced it. It's like, okay, you guys have like, all right, neat. Well, I am looking forward to doing this with you guys again next week after Mentel All. Hey, guys, thank, I just want to say thank you for having suits. me. I appreciate that. Hey, you want to come on here Thanks anytime, for coming man. on our podcast, hey, Peter. Hey, if, if you guys ever want me here, I'll, I'll, I'll come on. Guys, uh, you guys have no idea the messaging that goes on to get 
time slots. And this is, we do it all for you, third roommates. Emma is going crazy trying to get us both to like find time. It's mostly you guys Peter. are busy Peter, and like it's I mostly get it. Peter. I'm sorry. I'm I Peter is like, oh, I'm gonna be in Dallas. I'm gonna be in DC. Hey guys, I have two minutes I could be on in the air. <laughs> no, I, I do not do that in the air. Okay. <laughs> no, all I will say is Peter's other people. So his other publicity people probably aren't too fond of me because I am always in everybody's ear. Like, so uh, Peter's availability. So uh, can we get him? Uh, I need Peter on the show. <laughs> well, guys, listen, if you ever want me back, it'd be, I'd be a joy to come back. I'd love to uh, chit chat with you guys, do a little Bachelor breakdown. Can't wait. The Bachelor breakdown. That's got a good ring to it, doesn't it? It's been real. The Bachelor breakdown. The Bachelor breakdown with Bachelors in the city. I don't know. If someone like, would want to put their name on that, that would be like, so ringy. I feel like that would just catch. Brought to you by. Brought to you by. Oh man, guaranteed karma. <gasps> guaranteed karma. Bachelor breakdown. Brought to you by guaranteed karma. That's how we're gonna pay the bills, guys. Let's get it. So you're gonna sign that check, or? Uh... I'm gonna pay you guys in karma. Oh, cool. Awesome, guys. Well, you heard it from uh, Dustin Kendrick's mouth. We're paying you all in great karma. Thank you uh, so much for tuning in, and uh, this has been a fun, a fun breakdown. This was, this has been good. There's been a lot, a lot, a lot of. This is a good one. A lot of conspiracies. I didn't really see coming. <laughs> you can always um, count on them with Emma. You can. So it's been real, and it's only about to get better. We got final three, two, one, and we're seeing how Michelle Young ends her journey to find love. is going to be a hmm, how do we put this possibly controversial topic taboo but taboo taboo is a better word taboo and i don't even know maybe we shed some light and by the end of this it's not a taboo subject i honestly don't have very much experience with this so this may have to be a segment maybe that you lead a little bit more and i'll get i don't my, have great experience don't, in give this either. don't give me that i don't <laughs> okay <laughs> i could tell you we'll get into it but go we'll, we'll start <laughs> So well, no shit. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> so guys, so we went to my book launch party. We had a great question from one of our third roommates, Maddie. Huge shout out to you. Love you. And we uh, we were talking about the night, how the party went. And then the after party, I went to dinner, like I said, with my family. Dustin comes back, throws this rager at the apartment. Trips, you know, going crazy, getting getting way too wild with all the, all of our friends joining us. And then I guess, you know, I missed all this. And then I guess, uh, you know, Dustin kicks everyone out. They end up going to the Ugly Duckling, our boy Cuddy, his bar in Midtown, New York City. Check it out if you haven't. And uh, then at this point now, I actually had a kind of a funny night because I'm at dinner with, with my family and just some other you people. You went to a concert. And I literally run into Zed. Zed of all people, this, like superstar DJ. This guy is just like Mozart, right? With, with the DJ um, table. And so meet him at, we're at Carmine's, this awesome family Italian restaurant. Meet him. He's super chill. He goes, you know, hey, come come to my show. Uh, I didn't even realize he was German. I, I honestly didn't. He, oh, I didn't uh, know that either. I didn't know until I spoke with him. And anyway, so he invited us to his show. I've had a great time. So at this point, the show is like, it gets on like maybe at 1, so 1 a.m. So we're going to go meet up with everyone else at the Ugly Duckling hang out with them for a little bit. So we show up to the Ugly Duckling. As we're walking in, Dustin and the whole crew are walking out. And I'm like, guys, what's where are you going? Like, we just got here. Why are you guys leaving? And then I'll let Dustin take it from there. Uh, we were going to the strip club. Uh, hmm. So 
I think Garrett had brought it up while we were inside, and he said, man, we should do something like buy a bottle and go to a strip club. And when he said that, Kat's ears, Kat, Kat said strip club? She's excited about strip club. So she's like, oh, yeah, let's go to strip club. Let's go to strip club. Why, you are, what a lucky guy you are <laughs> that you can literally blame your strip club escapades on your girlfriend, and she none go. of it's a lie. <laughs> Like, she wanted to go. That's shout out to Kat for being so damn cool. I personally don't really like strip clubs, but anyway, let's talk about strip clubs. So we we ended up going. We got some drinks and we had a good time actually. Just you know, got some cash and just you know. How much? So okay, explain to me because I've actually I've never done this. I can guarantee you. And I'm not I'm not someone that's against strip clubs at all. Like I I'm not. How many ones does one take out when you go to a strip club? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you, I, I do you, do you take be, out ones? That, do you, when you go to an ATM, is there an, even an option for just ones or you break it from like 20s? Uh, you gotta go, you gotta go break it at the bar. I took out 200 bucks. That's it. Yeah, and you take that 200 to the bar and then you get ones there. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you just go, they play, actually they played really good music. It was actually a lot of fun. People are, people, yeah, clearly they're really nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had a good time, but it made me kind of think about, um, like my first time going to strip club or also like my first time in a Chicago strip club, I actually fell asleep. I'm no, not, you did not. I swear to God, I fell asleep. How do you fall asleep at a strip club? It was club? New Year's Eve. I went, I don't know, a group of us went and I was just so tired, maybe a little drunk. Bro, you asleep. run a marathon and I remember you told me you ran the New York City Marathon and you went out that night and raged, but you go to a strip club and you fall. How? That strip, it wasn't very lively. If you go to a strip club, you want it to be lively, a lot of energy. Wow. Okay. I, I kid you not. This was my first time going to a New York strip club. I'm not a, I see, a strip I been, club expert I've been either. I think one strip club in LA, and it, it was. I mean, it was. It, it's a great experience, but I've only been to one. It, I haven't been to one in New York. Yeah. I haven't done the one in Vegas. Like Vegas, I know it's big out there. Yeah, I've not I've done New York. Vegas, yeah, <laughs> you've done Vegas too. Yeah. Which which cities is New York up there? On top New York clubs? was fun. New okay. York was a lot of fun. So it's the music that truly makes it. Yeah, and the energy. You got you. You know, you want girls to have fun up there. You don't want to look like they're like like dead to the world, just like barely moving. I think it's the energy they bring. They make, you know, the girls we were with having fun and uh, it was a good time. It's like a little party. I have heard that. Um, girls supporting girls. Yeah, no, I mean, that, I think that's actually really cool that Kat, you know, has no preconceived notions and is just like down to go and support. But I've heard that like, aren't there like workout classes, like strip strip club oh, or the strip workout pole? poles. Yeah, that's a class yeah. that like people take. Yeah, it's like apparently a really hard workout. You and me should actually take one. Guys, we should. <laughs> maybe we do that as like a punishment for like a bet that one of us loses. That's actually a good one. No, we'll do it. We maybe should we'll make do it. We'll record Geo. It. You guys now know Geo. Geo is going to live up to the bet. I don't know if we, we update you guys in that because yeah. I let him off, but he's going to live up to the bet of dressing like the guy from Rocky Horror Picture Show. We should have Geo do a, 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 a strip pole workout class in his costume. That would be really fun. That would be... Another uh, question, do, do women still get male strippers for like bachelorette parties or not? I think so. I mean, I think that would be a little unfair if like it was just one way. Like that'd be a little sexist. You have to have, I think both both sexes have to have. Yeah, right? yeah. And or I may, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but. No, I would think so. I, and I think I would actually like. Yeah, I know no, they do. I've seen like in Vegas, they have like the. The, um, the Chippendales, Chippendales guys. Yeah. Like, they're shredded. Back in my day, they tried I, to recruit me. I would never I was, get recruited. I was shredded. I was sh Were you? I used to be shredded. Those guys are like on HGH. They're like, that's, they're like they huge. They probably are. They probably are. That's, well, my, that's my excuse. That's, that's the only reason, been, guys, I'm not on Chippendales because I'm on the HGH. What could have been, <laughs> would have been. But yeah, I, I kind of actually want to know, is it when you're getting married and you got your bachelor or bachelorette party? Yeah. Like, 
is it a given you've got to get strippers? Is it a given? That's what my question is. Like, it's kind of like a funny story to tell the next day. I, so right? I've or, actually, I agree. I, you, I do. But I don't know from, like, from my experience, I can only speak on what I know. All the bachelor, bachelor parties I've been to, I'm about to say bachelor parties, I've been to a bachelor party. All the bachelor parties I've been to, there have not been any strippers. Wow. Have you been to one like legit? Like I, I've seen it in the movies, but I haven't actually two witnessed we, it yeah, in life. Two, we went to uh, yeah. We so, to a so what was that like? Was the the guy that was getting married like did his fiance know? It was like agreed upon. Like how does that all go down? I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's uh, it's disgusting. It has to be else. I think you get pissed if, off. if you don't if you don't communicate it. I don't think your marriage is gonna go. Unless it's a surprise, but hopefully the people that surprise you are also running by your partner just to make sure it's okay. I would assume that. Like if I if you were getting married and I was like okay I would be like to your okay to your fiance without you know I'm like hey I'm gonna get Peter some strippers it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be safe just oh it was like a it, surprise just for wanted me. to run and buy you first. and then make sure she was okay with it correct to- yeah. totally because yeah. you don't want to you yeah you definitely communications key yeah that would be that'd be a shady move if you went into it yeah. I think without telling them anything would you get upset if your fiance had strippers male strippers <sighs> honestly like. <sighs> I, I, no, honestly, no, yeah. because like the way I think it's like, it's, in, it's entertainment, right? It's entertainment. I mean, it's yeah. And like, I've again, I, if there's anything I've learned now, I don't want to be with anyone that doesn't want to be with me. So if I'm at the point where I'm engaged and my fiance is like going to do something with the stripper, that's a, I, I need to know that then that's a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a blessing right there. It's true. So like, no, I wouldn't like have fun with your friends. If that's what you guys want to do and enjoy it, like yeah. make some memories and be secure. Yeah. It's all um, about being secure and being open and trusting. Yeah, totally. But I mean, and that's not like I get if people, if that's not for people, I'm no judgment there. Like I, everyone's relationships different. And I don't know, this is, I don't, I just, it's, I don't have enough experience. I don't, I have not been around enough, but like, I don't understand why there's such a taboo. If it I think, still it, is I think it. it's just when it goes overboard, when people kind of like when drinking, if people drink too much, it becomes an issue. If people go to the strip club too much, I think it becomes an issue. Oh, yeah. I think course, every now yeah. and then it's okay and healthy, especially, I, it, it depends. I mean, you, you and Kat, you guys only go on like what, like maybe once or twice yeah, a month? Right. The last that was the only months. time we can <laughs> get out of here. No, no, no. I, I don't like just spending money like that. <laughs> so you guys really want to know why Dustin blew through so, so much money at Saloon. Oh, yeah, right. This was pre-Cat. <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. Cat, love you. Joke, 100% joke. Don't get mad at Dustin. Don't get mad at me. Oh, yeah, she got a little mad the other day. Why did she get mad? Because we were talking about my past when I first oh, moved here. Oh, I guess Cat, I need to so apologize you. So you need to apologize. To I will, I'll do it on I the will pod. too. I said something what? Because what we were, we were single. It's not like we were. But we, not. Shouldn't, we shouldn't have discussed that. No, and she kind of gets openly out there. You're right. I apologize. I apologize too, Kat. I love you, baby. I love you, Kat. I'm not going to call you baby because that's weird with that us weird. next to me. But <laughs> yeah, no, good talk. I, uh... <laughs> hey, next time, next time you go to a strip club, I want to go with you. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Cool. We should take our third roommates with us. Hey, we should take our third roommates party at what is the top one in New York called? I don't even know. <laughs> I, I forget. I don't know. Okay. We'll, well, f- we'll find one. Maybe we any get a third roommates out there. Maybe you guys. Maybe we have some third uh, strippers that are, are one of our third roommates. Yeah, we'd love Come to hear on. more about the industry. What it's like to it. work in the industry. Educators, pros, yeah. cons. I don't know. And yeah. how crazy of a workout class that is? Because I can. I can imagine. Let's do it. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's do. It. Let's do it. Let's just. Do I it. just feel like it puts you in like very compromising uh, positions that like just look weird. Let's just do it. We're going to do it. 
Okay. We're going to do a, so much for that. we're going to do a stripper workout class guys. Coming to you very <laughs> soon. too excited for this. All right, guys. I might have something going here. I might have something. You know what? Going. We got something here. We got something here. <laughs> guys, the day that happens, we will, the very next hour, come on and we'll record a session and we'll let you know how it went. But until then, we hope you, uh, actually, we don't know what you're going to think about this, this, this segment. So let, let us know the good, the bad, everything. And, uh, Here's the strip clubs. Strip clubs. All right. All right, guys. So welcome back to our third roommate segment. Today we have Maddie joining us as our special third roommate. And I'm going to uh, go into her question right now. Hey guys, congrats on your book launch, Peter. I saw you had a big event where a bunch of people from Bachelor Nation showed up. It looked like so much fun. This isn't so much a question, I guess, but I'd love to hear more about the event. What was it like? Who was all there? And how does it feel to officially be an author? I love hearing about what you guys are up to and the podcast is great. Keep crushing it. Oh, thank you, Maddie. So sweet, Maddie. Thank you for the kind words. That was a great event, man. It was such a fun event. Maddie, it was open bar, so you could only imagine. It so, was a great time. It was so cool. So, okay, so I can't take any credit for that event. I had an amazing team that literally took care of every detail um, and made it, it, made it honestly something I'll never forget, truly. And I'm talking about Julie and Juliana. Uh, they, they helped set up everything from, you know, Dustin's talking about the open bar and that's true. Uh, it was so cool. They had these like cool menus that were all airplane themed, uh, catch me if you can, the deadhead, the layover, whatnot. Oh, Jesus, I keep saying whatnot. I'm sorry, Maddie. I, I really, someone keeps calling me out on it. I need to stop doing that. And no, it was just a really special event. It was super fun. I remember I showed up there with my dad, we brought a bunch of books that we were going to hand out to everyone as kind of parting gifts. And we got there a little early and just, it was, it was, you know, super cool taking care of stuff that people started showing up and the turnout was incredible. I mean, I had my entire family there. I had, you know, Sony, like you said, people from, yeah, Bachelor Nation, they were there to support. And I think, you know, I get, a, I, I don't know about you, Dustin, I get this question a lot with, do you guys, you know, in Bachelor Nation, do you guys only, only hang out with each other because you feel like you have to or why, why do you guys do that? I really don't feel like that's the case. We just hang out with good people. Good people. And I think it's just, we obviously have a perspective with each other that no one else really will ever have. Mm -hmm. And I think the support system there is just, it's almost, it's very organic. It's very natural. You want to support people that you've gone through that whole experience with. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's been cool to like make a lot of good friends. Yeah. You, you don't have to hang out with that. I mean, we, like we said, we, we actually don't care if you are in Bachelor Nation or non-Bachelor Nation. If you have good energy and you're That's a good person, oh my God, it doesn't matter if you're a janitor or the president of the United States, you know, you could, you could definitely kick it with us. No, totally. And uh, yeah, we had a great turnout. Um, I posted, you know, a lot of good pictures on that. You guys can see who all, who all was there, but it was a great turnout. Pretty much everyone that was in New York showed up, had a lot of great friends from outside, out, from California flying out. And that to me just, man, that, that just meant so much. That kind of effort, that's, that's what it's about. So it was awesome. Um, we, we hung out there for about three hours, just had a great time socializing. I did a little bit of press here and there. Um, had fun with friends, caught up with old people that, you know, old, old friends I hadn't, I hadn't, seen in a while. It was uh, a great party. 
Yeah, good hors d'oeuvres. That was fun. Then we had an after party. Well, after you went party. to dinner. Then everyone decided just to come to our apartment. Yeah, everyone showed up. At the I wasn't here, but uh, Dustin hosted a uh, rager after party, I guess. Oh, man, I was stressed. I got everyone. I kicked everyone <laughs> I, out. I didn't even know everyone came. I was literally at dinner with just with my family, and we were. I saw these pictures that friends were sending me. I'm like, oh, that's trip. Okay. They're, wow, that's like, that's like 20 people in that apartment. Okay, cool. Oh, man, I was stressed. I had to kick everyone out. But... Yeah, it was a great time. Then we went to the after party, and man. Yeah, shout out to our boy Cuddy opening up the Ugly Duckling in Midtown. Shout out to Cuddy. Huh? It was a fun time. And uh, in regards to your question, Maddie, about being an author, a really just unexpected uh, title, I guess, is the best way to describe it, if I'm being honest. But something that I'm really proud of, I am. And I never thought I'd ever be one, but the idea I could not pass up when my publisher had brought it up to me. And I'm super you know, thankful and, and hopeful that I can inspire a lot of hopefully children, the younger generation to chase their dreams. That's what the book's about. And uh, if, that, if that is the case, me becoming an author will be 100% worth it. So it's very, very, uh, very cool part of my life. So thanks for the question. Thank you so much, Maddie, for your support and listening to us. We hope uh, we hope you made we made you proud with our answer. And uh, just thank you so much. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber, and me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to BTC at redrockmusic.com. That's BTC at R-E-D-D rockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.